Hello and welcome to episode one of the Mark Through Podcast, a podcast all about cheerleading by me and my lovely wife Lauren. We love cheerleading and we figured why not talk about it with our cheer friends and record it. Before we dive into episode one, I want to give a quick shout out to this episode's sponsor, Dangerous Cheer, apparel and gifts for your cheerleader or your cheer parents. Available now on DangerousCheer.com, free shipping till the end of the month too. Get to shopping, Dangerous Cheer. Alright, so this episode... We sat down with some of our dear friends, Tanner and Caitlin. Uh, you'll be sure to hear them in the future as they are friends of the show, friends of ours, and uh, will be frequent guests of ours here. So we touched on cheer memes, cheer rules, sportsmanship, cheer news, and so much more, and just a bunch of random stuff in between. Thanks for tuning in to the Mark Through Podcast. Be sure to follow and subscribe. Episode one, music song. You ready for this? Who live is us? Who lit is this? Who real is us? We too legit. We are M-A-R-K-T-A-R-U. Mark through podcast. Listen and learn. Watch and observe. Challenging us. They got some nerve. We great. You mad. Don't hate. Get to it. Don't wait. We do not hesitate. We doing what it takes. What we do. Mark through. Yeah. What did the cow say to his kid? What? What? It's pasture bedtime. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. Nailed it. Good delivery. Wait, I don't have a... (coughs) Hey, do not eat my rug. (laughs) That's what she said. That's what she said. (laughs) Not what she said. Don't chew on that. Remember, you on camera? She never said that. No. Let's do it. Okay. All right, so... We're here, episode one. We got our good friend Tanner. You want to tell us about yourself? Hey, my name's Tanner. Uh, I cheered at Texas Tech University till 2014. Also uh, Hawaii. Cheered at the University of Hawaii, yep, 2010. And then uh, went on to do the US national team for about three years, won two world championships. And then went straight into college coaching. Coached at LSU for two years. Um, and then now I'm coaching at the University of Colorado and helping out with a couple of uh, local high school teams here. And on the side, I run a cheerleading skills uh, business and just working with high school kids, kids trying to get into college. Um, yep. ColoradoAthleticDevelopment.com. Yep. Lots of privates, lots of skill work, so yep. a, lot of, a lot of good growth. And over to your lovely significant other, Caitlin, KSX. Um, I'm Caitlin. <laughs> Everybody calls me K-Sex because my name is Caitlin Sexton. <laughs> um, I was a Hofstra cheerleader from 2011 to 2015. And I did the U.S. national team for like three and a half years, we'll call it. Three and a half years. Yeah. We'll call it a half. <laughs> we'll call it a half. Won three world championships. Uh, UCA staff for eight years, but I've been calling it Kate years. Um, <laughs> Summer, the yeah. Kate season. This, this is the Kate show, you know. Um, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no that was, yeah, with also the Kate Hornsby. She's also the Kate show. Kate Callen, too. She's always the Kate. Oh my gosh, but, yes. Yeah, we do core staff and make up the dances during curriculum and stuff. So I worked in the varsity office for a little bit. And now I'm a full-time V-Rock choreographer working remotely from Colorful, Colorado. Yes. Boom, boom. Colorado, the place to be. Yeah, all four of us met kind of in Memphis, which is wild because Tanner and I had crossed paths like loosely before in college, kind of 
us on like staff when Kate was starting core staff side. Well, you and I mostly met, got like, got to really know Kate when um, we did our camp in Germany. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like yeah, we, we really got to, to know Kate Germany, three of us. internationally, which yeah. was fun. We also. All right, we ready, y'all? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, like I've seen her before. All right, y'all. Episode one, the Mark Through podcast. Um, new podcast for and about cheerleading. Um, so follow us on social media and uh, follow us along this weird radio era 1920s journey because uh, apparently we're doing audio stuff now. Um, so why a podcast? Um, and in my experience, you kind of got to do it uh, the Gandhi way. Be the change you wish to see. So, you know, there's not a whole lot of cheer media out there there's some limited options um it's very kind of controlled and so we kind of wanted to open it up and have it be how how we do it our our friend group just talking about cheerleading so we hang out on wednesdays most of the time it's the like, the only day we have kind of open evenings is today wednesday it is wednesday. it is oh wednesday. my god no way classic. really classic yeah, a yeah. tradition started around uh watching american horror story in memphis oh so. man i gotta i gotta catch up at least you're wearing black what a little bit so no, there there is. first time ever not wearing black <laughs> ever oh you are wearing black okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right jumping in so tanner has been dying to know about this the hp field house hole <laughs> um, Lauren's heard all about it. Kate, are you aware of the hole? I'm, I'm aware of the hole. The it's hole. not a hole anymore. It's not a hole anymore. They patched it. So, Rip. at Worlds, I believe, is a co-ed level 5 um, division. I'm not sure what division specifically, but um, Woodlands Elite Black Ops gets second place, and apparently that was a surprise to them. They thought they won it. They thought they were in it. Um, in the top place, and one of the boys on their team punched a hole in the wall outside of the warm-up room. So in between the pretzels, is it Wetzel's pretzels or is it Auntie Annie? It's definitely Wetzel's <laughs> It's Wetzel's pretzels. Okay, so in between Important. Wetzel's pretzels and the warm-up room at HP Field House, there was a hole punch. So here, I'll pull it up. Sorry. It's, it's wild. So... I was following along and posting it on my Twitter as it happened. Scott but, was like obsessed with this. Because like, like Dis in my experience, Disney doesn't allow <clears throat> like blemishes to appear. That's like to for their guests to see that, and yeah. it was it was a it was up for a surprising amount maybe of time. Maybe it was a genius marketing plan. You know, hey. maybe the USASF <laughs> coordinated it, but yeah. So I mean, this is a fist size hole, and he. <laughs> Left his, I, either he left his medal or somebody's medal. I don't know how a medal got in there, but um, oh, I, and then the rumor I heard was that um, he this caused USASF to either dock them a placing or uh, a penalty in points, which lowered them a placing or t took them out of medal round. I never really followed up because I was more interested in, in, the, the, in the meme of the hole. <laughs> Because, I mean, it turned into, at, because this happened on Saturday of Worlds, or day two of Worlds, if maybe that's Sunday because it goes to Monday now, but because it happened early, it turned into like a tourist location for all these kids because, and that's why I was kind of shocked by it. So kids started going and taking pictures with it at Worlds. Like this is, you know, May 4th. 
these kids, like there were people making t-shirts for it. I didn't make that t-shirt. <laughs> I, I like wanted it. to. I tried to reach out to them, but they were like, we don't have a good picture of it. And I was like, that's oh, a lot. No. Yeah, so then it turned into putting the globe of the world's trophy on it, and that's hilarious because, okay, there's the division. Senior, medium, co-ed, silver, because that's what they got to make him what? so mad. Um, so yeah, it just turned into this whole thing. Hit zero. Did you hit zero? <laughs> You that's, know, just that's funny. Kids are funny. So these kids started this account and in days had twenty thousand followers, and it used nice. to be called HP Fieldhouse Hole, but now it it's covered up. It's it is finally drywalled, and this happened last week, end of May. So it took the whole month. So the only thing that Disney did try to do was put a sign over it to say team check-in, you know, pointing to the warm-up room, but it was stuck with those three M things, so kids being kids just took it off. Yeet, so right off funny. the wall. So yeah, so as Lauren said, I was a little obsessed with it because it was so funny to me that this happened and that people were posting so many pictures. Like, Disney had a security guy. Like, protecting Protecting it, it. like he's standing in front of it, and then they put the sign up. Like. How and much do you was, pay? How much do you pay that guy at Disney to say, "Hey, listen, your job today is to now stand in front of a hole that a angry cheerleader punched." Like that is your job. Prevent kids from taking pictures in it, in front of it, or posting like, it. Like I hope he Instagram got a daily bonus because that is a terrible job. He was lucky there wasn't a beam there. That's yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So oh when they when they yeah. started it. Yeah, so 1,800 followers, now there are 20,000 followers. That's crazy. All because of that whole. So the reason why we're talking about this, though, is winning, not winning. We've all been there and kind of had that disappointment, that letdown. I, obviously, he was unsportsman. You don't punch walls. You don't destroy things. But you can be mad. You lost, like... I, I don't think that that's a problem, but you obviously don't destroy things that aren't yours. You don't. Right. Like, that's just acting ridiculous. Like, that's throwing a temper tantrum, but. It's just a bad look for the team, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Draw yeah. attention to your team. Nobody says, this individual punched a hole. They say, a kid mm -hmm. from Woodlands. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, those yeah. are and the teams cringy. that year. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Like, to and this. maybe longer. Maybe yeah. they're always known as that team as, like, Hey, do you remember that kid that punched a hole in HP Builders? Mm -hmm. I mean, even the, the kids that run the account posted, um, and they they were just talking about, they're like, this account isn't to hate on Woodlands Elite. Like, it's unfortunate that he chose to do that while representing that, that gym, and that's the repercussion, but it goes back on what we've all known wearing uniforms is you, you're representing something bigger. Like, I mean, anyone who's... Uh ever been in second place knows that's pretty much the most difficult spot to be in. You, you, gotta, you have to do times myself. You have Hands to down. try to be so classy. It, it sucks. Yeah. Hands down. That's like I, I've, I've failed at being classy before when losing. It's, it's, it's real easy to just let it slip out. So I'm not sure. going to sit here and label the times that you've done that, but yes. I, I appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't, know that, I don't know that any of us are good at losing. Like, I don't feel like if you are good at losing, ugh. Like, no, you, be, yeah, I wouldn't say anyone's good at losing, but if you can swallow losing. You're like, you can handle losing, maybe. Yeah. 
You're not yeah. good at losing. I don't think anybody is good at losing. Yeah. Losing sucks. Losing sucks. Yeah, but that's because we're all just super competitive. <laughs> well, I mean, in the all-star industry, they spend 360 days in the gym, you know what I mean? Mm, like yeah. Every day they're in there just grinding, look, looking forward to potentially winning worlds and then you get that close. You get second. Yeah. You so. get second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, don't even know that those scores were. I should pull those up. Uh, you feel bad for that kid though. Is he like famous now? Oh, people people sure know who he is. Right? Yeah, but yeah, people aren't necessarily proud of uh, knowing, yeah. necessarily knowing him or making that a claim to fame for him. than two points Man. so it was close but they had to like drop they, or something they didn't have deductions so they must have just had bobbles oh dang no you're right there are no deductions because yeah their raw scores are the same as their final so interesting but yeah moral of the story losing sucks um but you got to keep it together you can't go destroying mickey's house like that's messed up that's true <laughs> that is true um, let me close some of these tabs. Yeah, my face is getting fat. It is not. It is. We're a oh, month away. Wait. I can see it. Little baby. Shut up, subject two. Let's go. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, so moving into subject two. That was, this was actually like shocking news for myself. I don't know about you guys when I was texting y'all. It totally came out of left field, but the uh, NCAA announced that um, female wrestling and female acrobatics and tumbling are now going to be emerging sports in their um, emerging sports system which means they have a chance to you know follow the requirements and become an official NCAA varsity sport um, which means title nine eligible full scholarship eligible all those benefits and stuff which is really interesting because acro and the stunt world kind of came really kind of came out of nowhere into cheer just right in 2009-2010 when they both started because of the whole Quinnipiac Title IX case and everything which is a whole other issue which we're not going to talk about today. Um, but I don't know, reactions from you guys just on just hearing that because that's just wild. I never thought we'd hear a decision or anything about stunt or NCATA for a few more years, but I didn't think they would get it either. And it goes that way. What do you mean, like big announcement or big deal? No, I didn't think there were that many teams. <clears throat> That's what my thought was too. I didn't realize there were 29 schools. That's what the announcement said. So yeah, so the NCAA Committee on Women's Athletics has recommended that all three divisions of the NCAA governance structure, which is D1, D2, D3, add two sports, acrobatics and tumbling, and women's wrestling uh, to their NCAA Emerging Sports program. 
Um, if adopted, the sports would join the program um, in August 1st, 2020. So. Um, to get to that level, a sport must have a minimum of 20 varsity teams um, or competitive club teams that have competed in a minimum of five contests. And so yeah, to, to play off what Kate was saying, I didn't think that they were they were close to that because I thought we were going to be a long time away till a decision was made or anything. But and I sure know those people are excited. That they were going crazy on Twitter and I mean, everything. As of now, are there more? Stunt teams at the university level or more acro teams? Um, I know there's some, there's yeah. Oregon and your Baylor and... Yeah, because they, they do have some big schools on that side. Um, let me see if it's on the stunt site. They have them listed? Oh. They have a number though. It says in tw 2018 they had uh, 29 participate, so that's what... Dun, dun, dun. Exactly, yeah, right? right? Right. Um, yeah, Cal, Cal Poly, these are stunt teams, mm -hmm. uh, Michigan State, Oklahoma State, Purdue, so some of the bigger D1 teams, Tech, OU, uh, Texas, Michigan, New Mexico, so then on the, um, on the acro side, yeah, Oregon, uh, Baylor, I see other kind of big D1 schools. Looks like um, quite a few more on Acro, though, huh? It looks like right at 30. That's what it's looking like right here. Mm. Um, Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac, Gannon, HPU. That that was a surprise to see them announce that a couple years ago, I remember, because I remember that they, too. they scrapped their whole spirit program, the competitive side at least, because they were... They were big NCA team, and then I remember that was a whole uproar. Change.org petitions, and GoFundMe's, and what year was that scrapped? Had to be 2010, right? 2011, maybe. 11, I think 11. Because I remember watching them my freshman year of college. Yeah. I remember when that all that all happened. That was right after I left UH. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. The last one, 2000. Here's 2009, they were there. Google's not gonna know. We'll just ask Emily tomorrow at the gym. <laughs> she probably knows for sure. Yeah. Pretty sure it's 2011. Okay. And then they uh, they talked about having to come back in like 2015. Yeah. Something like that. Sound right? And they did it so. though, right? Like, or they just weren't allowed to compete? Or maybe they, did they just do partner stunt? I think they were just such a small team at that point because they'd been, yeah, they got iced for four years. They were so good. They were so good for so long, too. Yeah. I remember watching their like skills videos yeah. where yes. they would just like line up at all the standing pools they had and all yes. the rewind pull through stretches and just show each clip. Is totally. You have like 12 of them, you know? Yes. Oh, shoot, even you guys at UH would do that too. Like all those videos, like from when I was cheering, like oh, yeah. 06, 07, like that kind of like set the precedent because that was early YouTube because I'm ancient. And um, and then they just kept rolling with both those schools. Just, oh, let us flip and stunt all over the beach. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good, good college cheerleading in Hawaii, for yes, sure. Yes, yeah. for sure. Still is. Yeah. 
UH is probably mm-hmm. you know top three program in the nation right now. Yeah, they definitely get good good kids out there still, even if they don't compete regularly. Yeah, which is, exactly. Which is good for them. That is good. Um, so, just kind of question that is in my mind, of course, and I know we loosely talked about it, but varsity spent a ton of money. USA Cheer spent a ton of time towards stunt, towards getting to this and. This seems like a big dagger in what they're building, but Varsity doesn't give up on things. Like we know that we've all worked for them and everything. So I'm I'm interested in what will happen. I know USA Cheer didn't put out a statement or anything regarding it, but I wouldn't either if I was in in their shoes. Like that's not a winning statement you can make. Like oh, we got second place. There we go. Back to subject one with punching holes in the field in field house. Like. Losing suck, so I, I get that, but um, I wonder if like uh, USA Cheer will try to do a partnership or something with USA Gymnastics because they're the ones that oversee NCATA. So yeah, I guess what does that mean? Um, what does that mean for the future of this then? Like yeah, like, does well, stunt disappear? I don't know. Like all those stunt teams and the schools that have yeah. Like, spent time like building them I know it's new are, are they gonna but... switch over to the NCAA model to the NCATA model so that they can give scholarships and stuff and so it'll, it'll just be really interesting to see how this all plays out because because you have it can't just disappear right so is that a, no, as of next year it's there's no more stunt is that what's going on or is well, it that's what I, I don't think we I don't think anybody's even announced anything like that because USA Cheer hasn't really responded to the the news of the ACRO. Um, Mm. But one thing that I thought was interesting is the announcement about NCATA and the whole ACRO program is a part of the NCAA's requirement for emerging sport is that you have a pipeline of high school and like youth sports that can lead up to that. And the acro side really didn't build anything out related to that, at least that I was aware of. But stunt went crazy with it and had stunt for high school, Definitely. you know, nationwide almost. So I wonder, does you know the stunt side of it become acro at the high school level, and you know they tweak the rules, tweak the format a little bit? Who knows? But it'll be interesting to kind of watch and see because. Because whatever happens at the end of the day, girls' sports are going to win because it's a Title IX approved sport. Girls can get recruited out of high school, sign letters of intent. Yeah, well, like, stunt is really takes a lot of those athletes from cheer. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I feel like that association is going to still kind of filter those athletes to cheer, and Acro really doesn't have that tie. Yeah. You know I mean? mm-hmm. That's a good point. So like yeah, Acro's different. not gonna have cheerleaders trying to go do that style. Totally. Because it's not the same really. Mm-hmm. Stunt's really close to cheer stunning. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like that's more appealing, I guess, I think. Mm-hmm. And on and to be honest, I'm gonna say I have no I've never seen an acro match mm-hmm. played out on YouTube or T V or live. I've seen countless stunt ones. Kate, you've done stunt. Yeah. Um and it, it's interesting. I know they're similar, but I don't know anything I don't about the acro. Yeah. I, I just know they do a lot more 
like you're saying, Tanner, like acro type skills, like one handed inverts. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's just things like there's that. a lot more emphasis on technique and acro. Yeah. And cheer, it's like, can you do the skill? You gotta do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, can you can you do the skill of excitement? Yeah, That's kind exactly. Of cheer is so and, and acro is more about that. Yeah, that finesse. Stunt has, in my opinion, just more of a, you know, just a cheer presence. Really, it, did, yeah, it definitely it does. I think we would all be advocates for like stunt, but like, is this so? Like, with this happening, does this put us in a spot where like these two go head to head, and it's one or the other? Like, can one exist, or can both exist, or can only one exist? I think they can. I mean, it's not in a vacuum, so I think they can both exist. Okay, I was just curious. They're really similar. Yeah. To like try to merge both at the college level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's the thing is is. Stunt was made to get potential NCAA approval, mm-hmm. and I I don't believe the NCAA will back both of them in time. I think gotcha. they'll only do one. So they could pull the emerging status off acro over time mm-hmm. and apply it to stunt if they okay. so thought. Because the first time that both of them, both acro and stunt applied, the NCAA came back and said, "You guys are too similar. You guys need to either work together." or you need to become separate. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they did. I think they just worked harder at their missions to, to build their sport and build grow their thing, which is their goal. Their goal isn't necessarily to just appease everything the NCAA wants. I mean, what kind of financial backing does ACRO have? USA, like USA Gymnastics backs them, but I don't know the financial level if it's because USA Gymnastics backs them, but they're just a nonprofit, you know, governing body. Whereas USA Cheer backs Stunt, but USA Cheer is backed by Varsity, which has the industry powerhouse. The gymnastics side, there's not necessarily like the the leotard companies or the mat companies. You know, they're not they're not pushing USA Gymnastics. Sure, they work with USA Gymnastics as sponsors and stuff, but. I don't think it's as prevalent of a industry presence, so that, that's why I wonder: would they try to do a partnership, maybe at the high school level? I think it'd be interesting because you know you have the institutional governing body, USA Cheer, Stunt, Acro, USA Gymnastics, but the schools can decide. Like those coaches who do Stunt could say, "We want to go do the NCAA." So it'll be interesting because. Some of those coaches might say it, but their athletic department may say, no, we're good, we're good. Acro at the high school level would be much more appealing if it existed at the college level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'd be easier to get those kids from cheer to want to be trying Acro if it exists in college. Yeah. 100%. When, like, you were saying a second ago, is it, like, head-to-head against these two? No, it's per, like... University. But the thing is, is it, it already is when you think about the world sport view of it, Acro already feels like cheer is encroaching its space for like yeah. Olympics and world championships and stuff. And so that's why we've, we've seen some changes with partner stunt across our sport. So yeah, it's just interesting to see it kind of all play out because that's, that's all above our pay grade. All right. Last subject for podcast number one. Um, so, new in 2019, this was announced a few weeks ago, NFHS and um, ACA are aligning their rules for high school. 
less up for that because it's stressful to have to change things if you wanted to do one skill for one comp and whatnot for another. So um, we had that last year, don't have that this yeah. year. Um, thank goodness, but also... Yeah, so glad. That's yeah. so hard as a coach. I'm mm -hmm. sorry, but that was like so frustrating to go from um, like to the kids, a state competition, which is like really FHS. big to them, to nationals, which is big to all of us, mm -hmm. which is which is ACA, ACA. rules, USA cheer rules, yeah. So we truly had to like completely change skills. But we didn't have to. We just wanted to do those skills, so that's why we can't complain to anyone about it. We just can complain and vent about it. <laughs> it was just stressful, you know. Yeah. But um, one of the most interesting kind of changes to me specifically is the. Um, rule regarding signs. So uh, previously the rule was when using signs, um, whether you're in a stunt or not, you have to set down the sign or release it gently, I believe the wording of the rules was, um, because they don't want people throwing signs. Um, signs can catch a breeze, they can catch a good throw like a boomerang, and they can go flying. Tanner, um, I believe you've almost lost an eyebrow or an eyelid. <laughs> well, definitely, definitely been a spot whenever a sign sign came flying through the air. Yeah. But, I mean, you gotta realize that those kids aren't trying to make them catch air and yeah, right. you know, they're trying to be sharp. Trying to be sharp, exactly. Mm -hmm. They're trying so. to be efficient with their motion. So I, under so I understand. I understand. Get rounded edges. Yeah. Rounded edges. Maybe that's yes. only only circular signs in general. Would that be first, funny? My first year spotting at nationals, it was uh, 2011 high school nationals, and I'm in the warm-up room, and a team used, they sure had round signs because they used symbols that they painted letters on, and the kids in the front would turn and hit the symbols together wow. on the cheer beat. So it would say, like, the letters on the symbols, and then they'd be like, "That's the perfect cheer!" Boom! And Did it I was. Do that? I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I was just I was just a spotter in the warm-up room, so I I have no idea. But that's the imagine throwing cheer. one of those. That's a metal disc. What's the rule on sign material? Sorry, that's just me. You're gonna lose a, a head if you throw that. Like, Adaptation? I know. I don't think they're gonna throw them. Well, probably not. Yeah, but if there's no rule, you know, that's interesting. I mean, I've been in the room one year actually at a competition and a sign flew into the crowd and hit someone. So, I mean, that happened, I guess it was this past season at, it was a league, our league okay. event, right? Wasn't, didn't the sign go flying off the back of the floor into the crowd? League was really intense for us because we had all those last minute changes the night before. So we yeah. were just trying to keep it. But I remember that happened, together. like went into the crowd. So it's like, That's right, because league was like yeah. super, like everybody was like mm -hmm. a close so round that, that makes sense. Maybe some kind of yeah. So the yeah. rule previously about setting it down, dropping it gently, whatever that was, I was cool with that. It was you know it was it was always kind of a bumpy ride figuring out what was Where considered a toss. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But now the rule is that a top person may not release the props to the ground. So if you're in a shoulder sit, shoulder stand, you're in a prep, you're in a lid, your sign cannot leave your hands. I don't know if that's necessarily a deduction or it's probably a safety deduction. Yeah. Um, so um, 
you know, it's interesting to me because if you're in a shoulder sit, you're, you're still a top person. Yes, yeah, you I've can already, still throw I've it. I've already choreographed this at a work week uh -huh. yes. to show this rule, and nobody even noticed. I was so mad. But no, I, <laughs> I had I had the tops. They go up with their signs, and they were in preps. And then they came down to shoulder sits, and they passed through their back spot. And their back spot was on the ground. So they were allowed to throw it down. Mm -hmm. Or the base grabbed it on the backless prep or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. It's for choreography purposes. And, it, yeah. and it's yeah. not a big yeah. deal because you just mix it into choreo just like how you have to plan right. to grab the signs because you can't necessarily tell Yeah, but they just passed it down and it was in signs. it was so actually pretty clean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they were able to like they were able to just hide it. They didn't have to worry about getting it back. Absolutely. And they mm -hmm. grabbed it, they were on the ground and then they were never in the air again. I'm just glad it's in the rules. It's doable. Yeah. What you're saying. It's yeah, doable. It's like it's like the shoulder stand rule. You know yeah. what I mean? How yeah. okay now you can't toss shoulders without a spot makes complete sense. Yes, because toss like, shoulders is so terrifying. It is if you're, exactly. If, you're if you've ever got your heels clipped, yes. anybody. If you I found a spot, yeah. Like good toss shoulder stands. If never, you're the spotter, so I mean nobody really complained when yeah. that happened. Everybody was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That and then now sense. they're all like, all right, toss hands, walk. You know what I mean? Like whatever. Yeah. You already have have one to do an apron anyway. I'm just happy to hear that they're like in the rules now when we're all like prepping for a new season versus like last year. I know Finding we like right before mm -hmm. last year where the line was it, last year because it wasn't as well defined. Yeah, I feel yeah. like we were making fixes to our routine a week before because we were like, we don't want that extra yeah, I, deduction because the rule was. Uh, I got called on the right. deduction once, yeah. It was it. <sighs> It was uh, we you know, I went and talked. It. I went and talked with the guy about it, and he told me, you know, what the rule was listed as, and we kind of just agreed to disagree. <laughs> At the end of the day, and I just had to take the penalty and yeah, move on. You agree with competition, there. yeah, yeah. So that's how it works. Yeah. I guess the anytime they release a rule or a rule tweak, it's always just funny to me because I'm like, what was the data that was used to determine this? Because like. Uh, oftentimes people will say, well, we make the change and then we go back and then we look at how safety improved. And so I'm like, so we're just in here just switching levers, hoping find the right combination. Hoping we <laughs> find the right combo and, and true safety improved. So it's always just interesting to me because the the crew who do do these rules at USA Cheer Gym and Cowboy and everybody there and then the NFA they help with the NFHS side. Um, in their committee, so it, it's just interesting because I'm like, now are you going to every competition and you're counting the number of signs used, counting the number of signs thrown, counting the number of injured parties from signs, like... Is it that, off of, compl like, email complaints? Like, I mean, but realistically... Off, or is it off of one injury? Do, does everybody here have a bad sign story? Oh, totally. Exactly. Totally. There's yeah. bad, I injured myself with a sign. I don't know that I have a bad sign story. <laughs> I guess I have a... I got chopped by a sign once. You've been chopped. I mean, you're you're Sorry, spotter, you've been chopped. We're at 75%. Realistically? Yeah, that's still really This makes sense. I, I approve of this or, one. I approve or is the one. real issue that we're not paying enough attention on sign usage from the early stages? Or yeah. how about nobody would ever need minute. to throw a sign down like that at a game? 
Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's right. The, well, yeah. and my thing is, is know, as the person who has to. Maybe we should be teaching sign etiquette. That's what I said. Really what said? From an early age, we got to be using signs. Well, and as the Same person page. who has to uh, order and pay for the signs for our team, obviously the funds are not my own, but going through that whole process and seeing the cost of them, of I don't, I don't want to see a sign ever thrown. Like I don't want to see it bent. Like, I don't want the corner to get to get we dented and run over by and they, they all do. They all get destroyed. It breaks my heart. Yeah, we had one sign completely demolished this year, just a defense sign. And it it's a measly little defense sign. That was because the But the whole football won. team stepped on it. The entire football team stepped on this one sign and we still make the girls use it because they didn't pick it up after the game like they were supposed to. Yeah, I told them I was like Make sure you guys grab the signs. We're going to win this game. It's our only win of the season. The boys are going to come over here excited, or the students are going to come on oh the field. God, and they didn't that's let the students so on the field, so the players sure came over, and that sign. Yeah, take care of yourself. It, it was like a, a week old, too. It was. It, like, was. Oh, it was so heartbreaking. Daggers to my coach heart. I know it. Um, okay. So, yeah, so we'll, we'll end podcast one there. Signing off, Tanner, Kate. Did you, did you do that on purpose? I didn't. You did. I did. I feel like, yeah, I do. I'm not good at puns. Signing like off? Oh, man, we I just did. ended a conversation about signs. That's funny. That's so funny, right? Number, number. Mary, Mary. Oh, she's out there. Yeah, she's starting. Ouch. She's starting to like. Oh my god, what if it's a vampire? That'd be sick. Jesus. Okay, she's not doing anything. I just feel like her ass is out. I am really disappointed. I can't find that. You're, it's gonna bug you for days now. Guys, thanks for doing a podcast with us. Yeah. No problem. It was fun. Yeah, we'll do another one. <laughs>